Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. The story of Cornelius Vanderbilt, 1810. A small weather-beaten farmhouse squats on the edge of Staten Island overlooking New York Harbor. It is the home of the Vanderbilts. In the dooryard, his cold blue eyes trained on the fleet of bobbing vessels which skims across the bay, stands young Cornelius Vanderbilt, a crag-like youth with a square jaw and fists like the blocks on a mainsail. Matured before his time, he's the roughest, toughest, and most headstrong of the whole Vanderbilt brood. Eagerly, he stares at the swinging ships, then spits decisively into the dust and makes for the house. I made up my mind, Ma. I'm going to sea. Cornelio, what are you talking about? I'm leaving. I'm shipping out. Hmm. Wait till I tell your pa. Oh, I'm sick of working for him, plowing fields, tending chickens. Where's it getting me? It's a mighty terrible life at sea, son. It's cold and wet, and they won't feed you near enough. Oh, I don't care. Anything's better than this. I want to get ahead. If I stick with Pa, I'll be just like him, lazy, shiftless. Don't you say that about your Pa, Cornelius. Uh, Not a better man in this whole state. Anyway, you owe me something, at least. Running off to sea, why, I never heard of the like. Besides, I need you here, son. I just can't let you go. You don't want me to make good, huh? You want me to stay here, rooting the ground till I die. Now, Cornel, don't talk that way. I'll help you all I can. What'd you like to do? I mean, besides going to sea. Well... If I had a boat of my own, that's it. If I had a boat of my own, I could make more than Pa does right now. There's a good money to be made here in the New York Harbor. Honest money? Yeah. You ain't thinking of smuggling off on one of them foreign ships, are you? No, I'd carry cargoes, maybe passengers. I got plenty of passengers when they found out I was reliable. That's the main thing. Make folks know they can depend on you, and they'll deal with you. Mm. Takes money to buy a boat. Well, if uh, somebody'd lend me the money, I'd I'd pay it back, honest I would. Hmm. How much does the boat cost? Well, it was a dandy periauger over at Port Richmond. For sale cheap, I, I could buy it for $100. $100? That's a lot of money. I'd pay it back, Ma. I could make over a 1000 a year with it. Yes, sir. Wouldn't be nothing. I'll tell you what, son. You can have the $100. Oh, Ma. But you've got to earn it. I'll do anything you say. Your birthday's four weeks from now. Can you plow the eight-acre lot down by Port Richmond by then? Plow an eight-acre lot? And plant it. Your pa wants it planted to corn. That's an awful job to do in four weeks. But I'll get it done. Why, to get that boat, I'd, I'd sit on the hottest fire. Oh, Neil, no cussing. Oh. you got to stop that awful cussing or you don't get the money. Oh, all right, Ma. I won't cuss no more. At least, not till I buy that boat. <laughs> I'm right proud of you, Cornel. To tell the truth, I didn't believe you could plow that field. And the lot's planted, too. The corn, like you said. You'll get my boat? Well, we'll open the back of this clock. That's where I keep the family money, inside the clock. I always wondered what you were so touchy about that darn timepiece for. Here you are, son. One hundred dollars. You certainly earned it. Oh, but I'm going to pay it back to you. I'll pay it back threefold. Tell Brother Jake to feed the chickens. I'm going down and buy that boat right now. Don't wait dinner on me. <laughs> He's sure a hard-headed young in that corn eel. Nobody can down him. Nobody. 
Well, still got a few dollars left, thank heaven. Reckon I'll put it back before Pa comes along. Call on that crew rope, Jake. I got it. Oh, wait till I get it tied. Sure is a pretty ship, Cornel. Best ship in the river. I own three of them now. Three real sailing vessels. It was only seven years ago that Ma lent me $100 to buy the periauger. <laughs> well, keep on this way and you'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Cornel, Cornel, look at huh? Coming up the river just behind us. Oh, didn't you ever see one of those things before? It's a dang steamboat. Oh, she sure travels fast. Oh, look at them paddles. They're churning up the water. Ah, steamboats won't ever be any good. Lord almighty, what a racket. Ooh, she's coming along mighty fast, Cornel. Ah, she's no faster than my ship. Appears to me like she's going to pass us, coming yeah. mighty close, too. Liable to scrape us alongside when we reach that river oh, bank. A doggone hog. Hey, you! Get that blasted smoke right out of the way! Take you on the river? Yeah, you better put some paddle wheels on that scarf. Expect to reach Albany. <laughs> you shark paint water, steer to port! I'm skipper of this ship. I'll stay with a damn queen. All right, I got it. Deck right and knock your teeth clean out from your jaws. Get over there, I say. Get over Steamboats running on us, man, off the river. Well, she sure passed us up quick. Yeah. Rotten, noisy contraption. You know, someday I wouldn't be surprised to see nothing but steamboats on this river. You sticking up for them, are you? Oh, of course not, Cornel, but... Well, I was thinking, if you had a steamboat... Me have a steamboat. <laughs> Me have a steamboat. <laughs> Jake, you're crazy. <laughs> Intend to do, Ma. I'm selling my ships, the whole bag and baggage. I'm going in for steamboats. Steamboats? Yeah. Hmm. That takes a lot of money. I never failed you yet, have I? No, but you're a grown man now, Cornel. And a married man, too. What does Sophie think about it? Uh, she's against it. Well, you ought to consider Sophie a little. I do, but she can't understand like you. I've been thinking a lot in the last couple of years. Boilers have it all over sails. The real money is going to be in steamboating. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think is right, son. But I come to you first, Ma, because I want you to believe in me. I don't care what the rest of them say, but you, you've got to believe in me. I do believe in you, boy. You'll be the biggest steamboat man in the business. You just watch. I'll make some real money this time. There won't be anybody bigger than Vanderbilt. <laughs> Cornelius Vanderbilt turned every effort to steamboating. From captain of a small Staten Island ferry boat, he rose by hard-fisted methods to become the most influential ship owner in New York. Men admired him, feared him, called him Commodore. And Phoebe Vanderbilt, from her tiny house overlooking the bay, watched her son climb to wealth and power, watched with one eye on the great flowered clock which relentlessly ticked away the years. <coughs> Cornelia, don't slam that door so hard. Nearly made me drop the spoon in these freezers I'm cooking. Ma, I've got news for you. Now, wipe that dust off in your shoes. Yeah. You ain't such a big man that you just can come cracking dust all over the house. 
Where's the rag? Here. Uh, Ma, you know, I made a lot of money in these last five years carrying passengers to California on my boats. It's a lucky thing they had that gold rush. And it's luckier that you didn't try digging a canal across that place called Nicaragua. <laughs> You'd have lost everything you had. Oh, oh I wasn't going to dig no canal. Oh. oh, these preserves don't taste so good, huh? Yeah, I must be getting old. I can't cook like I used to. Oh, you're not old. Eighty-five. Been living on borrowed time. You're not so young yourself. I'm 59. I certainly don't feel it. Been working ever since I was 16. About time I took a vacation. Yes, sir. What's on your mind, son? I'm a rich man, Ma. Fact is, I'm the richest man in America. Outside of Astor, and he doesn't count. His father left him everything he owns. Oh, you ain't done so bad. When you was a little boy, I had big plans for you. I don't know. Guess you turned out to be bigger than my plans. I'm proud that you're my mother. I'm proud I'm Phoebe Vanderbilt's son, and not one of those white-livered aristocrats across the bay. Yeah. They don't treat you so good, do they, Cornelia? I don't invite me to their houses, if that's what you mean. They say I'm rough, uneducated. Well, maybe I am... But when they come to me asking favors, they crawl. Crawl like worms. There's no use to be bitter. It won't help none. Yeah, when I'm through with them, they'll swallow dirt. Ma, I'm going on a vacation. I'm going to Europe. Europe? Mm, I'm building a yacht. The finest steam yacht in the world. And you're fixing to gallivant all over Europe? I am. We'll meet queens and kings. We'll sail to England, up to the Mediterranean. We'll make those stuck-up snobs take notice of the Vanderbilts. We? Cornelius, you don't figure on... You're coming along. I want you. You'll be just as comfortable as you are. I can just see myself. Now, now I've lived my life here, and I don't aim to leave it now. I'm too old, Cornelius. Oh, but Ma, you... No use arguing. I'm staying here. That old clock in the corner is going to catch up with me one of these days. Mm. And, George, I owe a lot to that clock. That's where you kept your money. The hundred dollars you gave me to buy the periauger. It came out of that clock. How much did you say you're worth, son? Over $11 million. I guess my hundred is a pretty good investment. But you, Cornel, you... <laughs> you were the real investment. Yeah. Boy, hey, Ma, you're crying. Me neither. The heat coming up from this stove. Now, you get along, Cornel, or I won't ever have these preserves finished. <laughs> All right. Well, take care of yourself, Ma. I'll see you before I leave for Europe. Goodbye. Give my love to Sophie. I will. Goodbye. Eighty-five years. <laughs> You've been ticking for a long time in that corner. And I suppose you'll keep on ticking after I'm gone. All those millions. They come out of that clock. <laughs> Life's certainly funny. They're almost too much for an old woman like me to figure out. Passing of Phoebe Vanderbilt, Cornelius was forced to continue his way without her wise and loving counsel. Shortly after the Civil War, he sold his fleet of ships and turned to railroading. Ruthlessly, he battered his way to the top, building the New York Central Railroad and swelling his fortune to $90 million. 
1877, Commodore Cornelius Vanderbilt, greatest of his name, died at the age of 83, the richest man in America, a man of indomitable power and limitless energy, a captain of industry. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.